Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Hey there, Flippin' Awesome Athletes. Hey, listen, it's our competition season for you gymnasts. Sometimes I believe that gymnasts are taught to be non-emotional. In fact, I was the reason why I want to talk about this, I came across a worksheet online that said robo no emo and i want to talk about this just for a few minutes today okay the idea is that in order to stay focused as a gymnast you have to let go of emotions and feel like a robot where you have no emotions and i understand the intention behind the idea but i want you athletes to really think about this i have realized that for 18 years of my life as a gymnast i was trained on how to stop feeling or at least how to avoid a lot of emotions. If you feel an emotion, whether it's a sensation that's coming from the body, you know, like pain where you get ripped hands and bleeding wrists or little broken toes. I mean, I've competed with a lot of broken toes before, whether it's a sensation from the body or just a feeling, an emotion that's coming from a feeling from thoughts in the head, we're taught to turn those off. If you feel an emotion that a coach doesn't see as useful, you might have a negative reward, right? Maybe you're allowed to feel a few emotions, like the satisfaction from a win, or maybe some motivation and dedication and commitment and courage. But what I mean is that as an athlete, or at least for me, we're trained to not show much emotion. Keeping focused means keeping emotions inside, or hopefully what they want you to do is just push them away altogether. Here's the thing though. Life is emotions. That's all it is. Everything you work for, everything you hope for, and everything you desire, it all revolves around an emotion that you hope to experience. You don't feel like satisfied when you win because satisfaction doesn't come from the win. You cannot win enough medals to feel like you're enough of a person. If you're happy only from a win, then you're going to feel terrible when you don't win. Or, I mean, maybe you might wonder why you're not winning and what's wrong with you. But let's go back to the idea that gymnasts need to control their emotions to the possible, like the feeling of being a robot, maybe. Okay. When I read that, I'm like, that's totally what it was. I felt like a robot, but I didn't realize it at the time. I recall as a gymnast in Arizona, um, I was on a club team, a higher level team. We were all these elites at this meet. And there was one girl who was so talented and she would cry at every meet. And these meets were higher level, right? It wasn't just a lower level meet. She's, she had um, experienced enough of gymnastics and increased enough in her abilities to be at this high level. But every time she made a mistake, she would cry. She swung some of the highest bars, some of the biggest gingers I'd ever seen up to that point in my life. She was like a star in my book of great gymnasts, but we all expected tears from her by the time any meet was over because of some mistakes she would have made. And the crazy part about it is that we would talk about her lack of emotional control, like she was crazy to be feeling those emotions. And I, I now believe the tears were not the problem. The problem was that she was probably embarrassed The problem was our thoughts about her crying, but she might've been embarrassed for having felt the feelings that led to the tears. And most likely 
had a few conversations with coaches who probably told her she shouldn't get so upset over little mistakes, right? The problem was that she hadn't learned how to manage her emotions or allow them either. But neither did any of us, neither did the rest of us, including the coaches. Nobody had ever explained that having emotions and processing them and allowing them was all right and would actually help become better gymnasts, right? We would learn how to not build up and push away and push down the things that we wanted to feel. And those things just build. Every time you try to avoid them, it gets bigger. So then they come out at the most inopportune, inconvenient times, right? We put on the stoic face, but all the things happening inside are unseen. I don't, there's anxiety and stress and things are, that are kind of eaten down at, at you. And you just try to pretend it's not there. I don't know of any school class that teaches these skills, at least not yet. Okay. So, and there probably are, at least when I was growing up, I, I didn't know of any. I'm sure at competitions, they would be very different if every time somebody made a mistake, they were expected to, to cry and have tears. We probably would stop watching gymnastics because people make mistakes all the time. Gymnasts make mistakes all the time. That's actually part of the excitement of watching gymnastics is the hope and the desire and the excitement of when they don't make a mistake, knowing that that's just part of the process. That's, that's a huge possibility right? So watching the gymnast cry and hearing the coaches and teammates comments made me when I was a gymnast more determined than ever not to cry. If I felt sad, if I felt pain, if I felt mad, if I was frustrated or discouraged, I would do my best to show no emotion in front of my coaches. In fact, I remember my freshman year at college, I tore my ACL and I remember kind of limping over to the, um, to the training room and I, they were told at that point that my knee was probably just sprained and so I should still be able to compete that weekend. And I remember thinking, I think it's more than a sprain. It feels really unstable. It doesn't feel like a sprain. I wasn't going to say anything. I just obeyed. So I was in the gym the next day, swinging bars, trying not to land on my leg, right? Just going to save it for that one dismount for that one meet that weekend. Those are the kind of things where we just hide our emotions, right? So other than like determination and gratitude, which I know gratitude is rewarded, uh, with approval and extra help because I that was proved over and over to me. But hard work was expected. Even if the work I was doing wasn't always getting me very far on certain skills, as long as I appeared to be working hard and trying, then everything was okay. Okay, Disappointment, fear, frustration, any of those negative emotions was frowned upon and usually received what I call the look. <laughs> It didn't take anything but a look from my coach to know that she probably wasn't going to give me the attention as long as I was lingering in those non-useful emotions, okay? Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to process them. I didn't know what to do with them, and I tried really hard to hide them. But now that I've been trained as a, as a sports performance coach and a life coach, I ask questions. I asked this one question to my master coach, Brooke Castillo. I said, so what happens with people who don't have any problems? Because I don't have any problems. And you should have seen her look. She looked at me like, oh dear. She said, you should probably think about that thought first. Work on that thought first. And I looked at the question going, okay, but okay. But I kept thinking, what if I don't have any problems? Well, of course I have problems. I just don't look at them because I've been trained to believe that there's nothing wrong with me. The only problem is my attitude about problems. I had this super sweet life coach afterwards, after hearing my master coach talk to me. She said, do you want to learn how to feel? It was so sweet. I said, yeah, I don't know how to feel. I felt like a robot inside. I felt like I didn't know what feeling was. 
So I've allowed myself to feel so much more now, and it's a completely different human experience. Is gymnastics bad because we're trained not to feel? No. However, I now believe that every gymnast would enjoy their competitive years on a, such a deeper level. They would have so much more satisfaction if they were taught how to manage their emotions instead of pushing them away. If you attend a gym that does not encourage emotional understanding and acceptance, then no, you can still experience any emotion in your own way. You can celebrate inside for yourself. You can manage your thoughts to enjoy any emotion you want without anyone else seeing your choice of emotion. And then when you're home, you can openly feel that emotion in your own space and let, let it just process through you, which is what I teach, right? And which that's totally what I probably would have chosen had I had these tools when I was your ages, when I was competitive still. When you believe that you should not feel negative emotions or that you should try to resemble a robot, which we never really use that, but I look back and I go, that's what it was. I didn't know how to feel because if I felt something, then I usually had a negative reward for it. So I tried really hard to train myself not to feel anything, just drive, just go, just go, right? If you are like that, like what I was, you, you just have to understand you're missing out on you because life is all about feelings. I know that sounds fluffy, but it's so true. So every emotion, just let it go through you, okay? All of them, enjoy them, even the ones that you don't want to enjoy. Then you can say that you have self-confidence because a huge part of self-confidence is being able to experience any emotion including failure and knowing that you will not be harmed. So I challenge athletes competing this weekend to try on the thought, this is all for fun. What if you had that thought going into the meet this weekend? You've worked so hard and now is not the time to use stressful and anxious thoughts like I have to do well, I better do it right this time, I can't fall. Those are not great motivators to have a great meet, okay? You might find thinking this is all for fun generates relief and excitement, and those are feelings you're allowed to feel. And then you can show your stuff from an excited place of, I've prepared, this is all for fun. Let me see what I get to do now. Kind of a curious thought. When I was in college, we, were, we, we had to be taught how to show off gymnastics because going from club to college is totally different. It's so fun. Most freshmen get into college and the one thing they have to learn is how to enjoy the sport again. Enjoy it in a way that's you know, enjoying for the audience too. I learned to love competing for fun and not just for the score on the, you know, the judges score while I was at Stanford. When I was in club, my face was always serious and concentrated. Like I had this focused look because I believed that it was what I was supposed to look like. If I appeared serious, then I must be taking my role in the sport seriously. But that stoic face did not enhance my overall experience of the sport. I now know what was missing all the emotions that I trained myself to block off, okay? If you want to express, and that's totally what it is. It's like a block on vault. As soon as you have an emotion, you, sh you shoot it through your shoulders and you push it away. Is it not just a jump, it's a block. It's not just a push, it's a block. That's what we were taught, block it off. If you want to experience what really enjoying gymnastics feels like, then start opening up to any feeling that comes your way before practice, during practice, after practice, and I can teach you how to do it in a way that's useful, that's not gonna um, interfere with how you're working out and how you're performing. All it's gonna do is enhance and make it so that you feel so much more confidence. Start by trying on this thought this week. This is all for fun.
How does that feel? How can you make it fun? How can you make the experience fun this weekend for yourself while you're competing? Because you're the only one that can make it fun. If you want some help getting this tight mind, which isn't a tight mind that pushes out emotions, it's a tight mind that teaches you how to manage your emotions and allow the emotions so that you can keep moving even when you when you want to think that it's hard and it's st- you start feeling stuck and you start feeling like you want to hesitate. I teach you how to go all the way through those. Okay. If you want to start competing at the level you prepared for and for so much more, then jump on flippinawesomecoaching.com and schedule a free appointment with me. I can do a free call with everybody. All right. Have a flipping awesome week, you guys. Good luck this weekend on your meets and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week. Bye.